1: You know, we all have a certain body type and unfortunately there's a lot of things in the media that say that we have to look a certain way. And it's something that I hope that you don't buy into because what it does is it takes away from who you truly are. We are all unique for a reason. The whole world would be so boring if all of us were exactly alike. But I know that there's so much pressure put on us from what we see in the TV or in magazines or even what we we you know, talk about in our um, mutual coffee clutches. And so what I'd like for you to do is to really think about, you know, who you are and how you show up and how you really look and not worry about all of those other superficial things. If you're like me, you have this little voice inside of your head that is always saying things that maybe aren't the best for you. And what I'd like for you to do is to think about being your own best friend. You say things to yourself inside your head that you would never say to your best friend out loud because we're so encouraging to our best friends. Why not be your own? Make sure that when you're talking to yourself that you're telling yourself encouraging things. God, you look great today, Claire. Oh my gosh, you are rocking that outfit. Rather than, well, I've got that little bulge right here that looks kind of bad. No, stop it. So my my challenge for you this week is to embrace who you are. No judgment. You're the only person that gets to judge yourself. And guess what? You're going to be a brilliant judge now. Let us know how it's going. Go to coffeewithclaire.tv, go to our blog site, Cool Beans, and let us know how you're feeling as you perceive that mind shift where you are your best friend and you let yourself know how awesome you are as you know in each copy with Claire we have dynamic upbeat guests who are business owners people who give back to the community and like to have a lot of fun yeah, so absolutely. today I am so excited to introduce you to Wendy McGowan Ellis hello and everyone <laughs> <laughs> and she is the founder and chief designer at Windustry, which is a newly developed line of individually hand painted handbags that are making arms artistic yes. and so Wendy thank you so much for being on the show thank today. you for having me this oh, is fun You're you're Looking- so welcome um, so, you know, I think what's really interesting is that um, you've got this background in economics. Yes. <laughs> and here you are owning a company that is actually very creative and artistic and things like that. And so, um, let the audience know, you know, how do you make that transition from being this, what I imagine, kind of a brainiac yeah. kind of a activity. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe you're really good at using both sides of your brain.
0: I I think I discovered that in life. There's something about hitting your 40s. You figure out what you're supposed to be when you grow up. (laughs) So after 20 years in corporate America doing uh, consulting work, um, I started dating my now husband and completely on a fluke, we took a afternoon date thing uh, painting class. And the instructor was there, the gallery owner. And when I was, she showed us, you know, here's the paints, here's the brushes, here's the palette knives, etc. And when I was done with my painting, I literally wanted to cut the canvas out from the frame and trifold fold it into a clutch. Oh, I wow. just, you I just saw it. Saw it it, it just cool. hit me and I've always been a fashion lover I mean from the time I was 12 years old I was begging my mother please let me subscribe to Seventeen magazine
1: but you're, you know, only, 12. Yeah, but you're only
0: 12 no Wendy you can't until you're 14 and my mother oh, blessed, a yes that was the rule my mother bless her heart did not let me have 17 until I was 14 so um, but I've always been attracted to clothing fabrics the feel the, the, for me it's the persona that you create when you put on a piece of clothing or carry an accessory and so back to my handbags me just seeing that if you will before it came to fruition um, gave me the um, I don't know it just gave me the energy and the strength to see if I could do this on my own
1: so here you are you've got these amazing Bags that you um, hand paint. Um, Did you bring any? I did. I did. So I will
0: lay these out. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love those colors. They're right now the the uh, the the, um, silhouette, if you will, is a clutch, and uh, they have a nice little zipper. They are all suede lined. Have a nice little wristlet strap. So. you know, and they're just fun. I oh, hand wow. paint every single one of them um, and I also do, pardon me for reaching down here, I also do custom colorways, but for uh, fall, the fall collection um, will is revealed on August 22nd, so it's been out for a couple of months now, but um, windustry.com slash shop, shameless plug, sorry about that. Oh, no, that's great. Um, so, yes, so, so
1: I brought just a few today. So these all, um, they they zip, but yes. they also snap. Yes, they
2: have a magnetic snap. Which is kind cool. and to that keep, way, you yes. know, um,
1: now... I guess you really can only fill it up to here, though, right? Yes. Because you're going to fold this part yes. over. So, yes. This, yeah. this I have a shape, tendency to want to put as much as I can into my purse. Yes. This kind of tends to like be this.
0: more of an evening bag, <laughs> you know, or an occasion bag, like you're going to brunch. Yeah. I'm going to the opera. I'm going to... You know, I'm, I, it's a date night, that so kind of thing. So it's not typically a daily carry-all bag, just because um, it is a painting in your hand. Right. So you're not gonna schlep this around like a tote.
1: Those are amazing. So
0: thank you, and thank you, you. you.
1: Even paint the handles too. Oh
0: yes, the handles are painted just like the the interior. Or what did you call it? It's not. It's, it's a wristlet, wristlet strap. So it's yes. a nice little wristlet strap. So <laughs> obviously, ladies, she knows a lot more about fashion than I do. Well, I first started creating. Them without the wristlet strap, and then you get inside the bathroom stall, and you're like, wow, "Yeah, you don't really? really want to set this beautiful piece <laughs> yeah, exactly. of artwork
1: down on the <laughs> exactly." There, so, so
0: wristlet strap happened. So there.
1: Well, um uh, these are beautiful. Thank you. And, Thank you. Um, you have a studio at your I home. Do. I do.
0: I work inside my home. Um, my husband and I are, b- are both very entrepreneurial, so I we've set aside some space inside our homes. Our home for uh, for both of us to be able to work on our businesses well, so. the,
1: these are amazing so um, check out our new line and um, you. you know also let people know about it on uh, coffee with Claire.TV on our blog site um, cool beans so um, Wendy's also a fashionista <laughs> and um, yeah. so today um, she's going to talk a little bit about body types and how we can dress for our body type to look brilliant. Yes,
0: so. yes. So here we are in fall and the first thing we want to do is identify every woman typically is one of five body types. Okay. So you've got the pear, the inverted triangle, the rectangle, the apple and the hourglass Okay. and the the reason why you want to identify which shape you are is because we want to make sure that when we get dressed we are accentuating and balancing out how those shapes look
1: Absolutely. so
0: so that way you're you carry forth more confidence you're projecting more of a positive self-image in your clothing
1: and I love the fact that you're not trying to fit everybody into the same mold because we're, not, right. we're right. all so totally different. We're
0: all completely different and in addition to thinking about just what your sh- your body shape is, you also want to think about how tall are you versus how heavy are you. Your face shape, do you have an elongated neck or your legs shorter. These are other things that you want to take into account when you get dressed no matter what the trend is. Now we're going to be talking about more fall trends today but I'm also going to interlace our, our discussion with things that are better for certain body types than others so let's start with the trends so since there's ten I did have to write these down so forgive (laughs) me so trend number one is fall florals People typically think of florals being hot for spring, Mm -hmm. and they were, they are every spring. Um, But whether bold and bright or delicate, fall is bringing forth more flowers this year. Um, You probably wanna ground that look though with either a boot or a heavy block heel. That way it doesn't get too frilly and light since it's fall. We tend to dress more heavily in the fall. So trend number two is sleek satin. Now this is an extension of the lingerie trend that was really big this spring. Okay, so Claire. Is this outdoor wear? Yes, yes. The bedroom came to the boardroom this past spring. And um, just a little. And the CEOs are very happy. Yes, they were. Um, It wasn't very work appropriate, but the slip dresses came in satin and had lace accoutrement and literally looked like Lingerie out on in, on the street this past spring, so satin stays this fall. But now it's more long sleeve blouses, long sleeve dresses, maybe a high up neck with a nice bow here at the neck. Um, so it's a little more covered up. It's definitely more covered up. Sure. Um, but satin is still big. Okay. So trend number three is the velvet touch so people typically think about velvet around Christmas time and holiday and it's coming out big time this year um, you can dress velvet up by wearing it head to toe so a full dress or a jumpsuit or a blouse and pants or which would be a head-to-toe kind of look or you can dress it down by a velvet top or a velvet sweater with jeans okay. jeans and boots so awesome. velvet is the big number three number four is double-breasted coats hmm, okay. now that military pea coat, uh, double-breasted look is perfect for a pear shape um, inverted triangles no it is definitely not a look for you um, it's also great for rectangles to just kind of give some more shape to the body. Um, but uh, whether it's at hip length or all the way to the ankle to the floor, the military coat is really big for fall. Okay. Military green is also a big color. I just want to say that real quick, which is why I created this bag with the olive green in it. Okay. That military look is really big for this fall. Okay. So number five is lace. Again, we're going to segue off of the satin. Um, Lace isn't just for spring brides anymore. Um, The trend for this fall is more think gothic elegance. So deep maroon, deep navy, a black lace. Um, probably not head to toe so that you're not looking like Morticia Adams. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, unless that's really um, the look you're going for. Unless <laughs> that's what you're going for for Halloween. But a nice long sleeve lace blouse paired with some nice corduroy pants um, and a military jacket would be an awesome combo. You could combine mm. a couple of the of the trends. So, number six is shades of rust. Now, copper rust tones can be tricky. The key is to find the right shade for you. So, you and I both have very similar color tone. We have blue eyes, we have a yellow undertone to our skin, we're both blonde. But if you're a fair pink, peach, redhead, you want a completely different rust copper color mm. than Claire and I would. Okay. Um, so look for, and the only way to know what your shade is, honestly, is to just hold it up to your face. Okay. And hold the blouse up, look in the mirror, and if you go yellow jaundice, you'll know it. I mean, it <laughs> it's will, not it the will just, it's not the look for you, and you'll know jaundice that's not. Jaundice bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so avoid that shade and move on to another one. But if you find that this color just can't go anywhere up near your face, that's totally fine. Pants. Um, corduroy slacks, um, a nice trouser in a rust tone will be gorgeous. So the key to any color not looking good on you is because it typically doesn't look good up near your face. Go for it in a pant, go for it in a skirt, go for it on a boot. Um, So that's a way that you can work copper into your wardrobe. Number seven is bold plaids. Now I grew Ooh, up like
1: Bay City rollers. Yes. In the 70s. Yes. Well I
0: was thinking more like the Preppy Handbook because oh, okay, that well. was that's what <laughs> I grew up with was the Preppy Handbook and Plaid was everywhere. Um, so if you don't wanna go to the country club every day, um, be careful with your plaids now plaids are are a big hit this fall but um, you want to be careful with regard to your your shape and size and the size of the plaid uh, okay. so this is probably a no-no on pears, apples and maybe even an hourglass figure especially in pants because a check plaid is literally putting squares on your heinie yeah, we'll and you're, <laughs> you're seeing exactly how large that is So careful with it on pants for yes. pears, apples, and hourglasses. Um, triangles, be careful with it on top because it can make you look broader and give you that linebacker look, which we probably don't want. Um, so just analyze your check before you buy. A smaller one probably would look great on everybody. Okay. Number eight is selective sequins. So sequins are all on full on for day, tops, belts. Um, I never on your pants, so what I'm thinking a nice like solid sequin culotte which are would be amazing on anyone with like a lace blouse or a, or a satin blouse would look awesome so lace I mean sorry sequin pants would be awesome um, but a solid sequin which is hard to imagine but they could totally do a uh, like a black tie affair would be amazing oh, yeah. okay. would be that. totally amazing be careful with sequins for daytime in conservative industries sure. so if you're in finance or legal healthcare probably don't want to show up to work in the nice sequin top however it could take you from day to evening so if you have clients after work or you have a holiday party definitely sequins are a yes for everybody
1: so maybe just put like a blazer over it or something. exactly or a, okay.
0: exactly so a nice like what you and I both have on like a shell mm-hmm. top in a sequin and then keep a blazer over it okay. would be would be awesome for anybody okay so, number nine is furry bags. Yes, furry. fur, fur bags. Fur bags <laughs> are it for fall, from a All clutch right. to a big tote. Um, they're going a to add a cozy touch to fall. No, I don't do fur bags, <laughs> but other people do. It'd be hard to paint fur. <laughs> exactly, It'd be h- very hard to paint fur. The key to keeping this uh, not looking like your three-year-old niece is to keep it in a clean, classic silhouette. So something very simple, structured. You'll know the fur bags. They're gonna hit the shelves. If you haven't seen them yet, you will see them. So fur. Are they
1: like really fluffy? Furry? Yes,
0: they're okay. like this long fur, oh, wow. like that. Okay. I mean, think. I hate to say this, but think toilet commode cover or <laughs> bath sh- bath shower mat. Yes, okay, that okay. kind of fur. All right. So <laughs> you know, but not
1: necessarily those colors.
0: And, right? Or maybe or maybe. I mean, <laughs> they. I've seen pink. I've seen purple. I've seen all kinds of colors for for the fur bags. I'm big on a statement bag um, because well clearly I am uh, because every woman no matter your body shape can rock a statement bag. I mean that just will make a whole outfit it's a conversation starter so yeah
1: yeah you walk in with a cool bag and everyone's like, there was like yes exactly
0: at? exactly so number 10 is the lone shoulder now we had the cold shoulder this spring with both shoulders cut out for fall we're transitioning to more of an asymmetrical style so just one shoulder being exposed
1: but no no arm thing at the end. Right. Okay, right. So just, no arm no okay, arm gotcha. thing at the
0: end. It simply just cuts underneath the arm here and would go up and this could be a long sleeve, this could be a mid sleeve, a short sleeve, but this whole shoulder or that whole shoulder is is out. Um, it creates a more sophisticated look, I think. Um, there's just something very Halston, Studio 54 about that oh. one-shoulder kind of look. Um, so look for it on dresses, blouses, jumpsuits. Um, it's a universally flattering look.
1: Great. So there's your top ten for the fall. Wow. Well, Wendy, um, it's been so great to have you here Absolutely. today, and thank you so much for helping us understand the five different body types so we can sure. probably shop for ourselves. Yes. Because, you know, when when you look good in something and you feel good in something, you're right. You yes. just exude that confidence. So Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing you are very all welcome. your wisdom with us today. Thank you for having me. You're I welcome. appreciate it. And as you all know, my mantra is follow the fun. And in each show, we have a follow the fun segment. And today we have Michelle Ames from Horsepower Realty we are all so busy how do you balance fun with responsibility at work
2: i've made a conscious effort this year actually i have a horse and that's my fun that's my disneyland and i made a conscious effort that i needed to devote time to my passion the reason i named the business horsepower realty is because that is my passion, that's what drives me, that's what gets me up in the morning. I had to spend the time, I had to take the time to focus on that. And So I said three times a week to ride, at least two lessons with my trainer to perfect my craft a month.
1: So what are some of the fun things or aspects about growing your business?
2: Meeting new people, getting to help people fulfill a dream that some people don't think they'll ever get to fulfill and getting to help them find their way through some of those difficult circumstances that are hindering them. I, myself, was a renter way too long, and one of the things that I love, helping people find their way through the rental process and and how to get out of that process and be a homeowner. And so many people are scared, I was too, and if I can help them find their way out of that and away from the fear, that's, that's a big passion of mine.
1: So how do you encourage others in their life to have fun?
2: Just have fun, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing to know what you're passionate about and what drives you. I mean, like the horse thing for me. It was very important for me to, to connect with that and I think everyone has something that they're truly passionate about doing that does make them want to get out of bed in the morning and they just need to dedicate and commit time to that and make a conscious effort to do it every day. Family's busy, we you know, our electronic devices kind of overwhelm us and maybe that is your fun and that's fine. But it's whatever, whatever you love to do, you need to just consciously say, this is my time for that, this is my time for my Disneyland.
1: So what advice could you give someone that might be struggling right now as to how to have some
2: um, fun? Get out and just meet people. I mean, that's a, that's a really hard, hard thing for a lot of people, is to get out and meet other people doing the things that you love to do. Uh, Technology age has made that easier, so meet up groups and things like that, find other people that are that passionate, and if people are passionate and connected to it, they will carry you into the process with them, and I think that's the big thing, is just find those groups that will help you fulfill your passion. So,
1: um, have you found having your own business is
2: fun? It is a lot of fun. Uh, It's a lot of stress, too, it's a lot of uh, putting a lot of burden on yourself and a lot of pressure on yourself to fulfill your goals. But it is a lot of fun because you do get to do something that you truly love and you get to meet people and help them um, in ways that, for instance, my circumstance with the with the rental situation, you get to meet them and help them through that circumstance that you were afraid to do, but you can do it in a way that's compassionate to them.
1: So um, tell us a little bit about your business. I
2: am a real estate agent. It's fairly obvious by the realty part of it. I, um, I love helping unique, buyers and sellers through different circumstances. Everyone's situation is a little bit different, but for some reason I end up with some that are distant, outside of the norm, and, uh, and I love helping people figure out the puzzle. It's, a, it's always a puzzle piece to make it personal for them and to help them through the different pieces and parts.
1: So, um, if you had a happy dance or a happy stance, what would
2: that look like? <laughs> uh, it'd probably be a stride of horse. <laughs> Um, I don't know what it would look like to to stand up and do, but um, yeah, I mean, it it would be astride a horse and uh, ultimately doing dressage, which is my riding style, and dancing with my horse as a partner.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Now it's time for the
1: Percolator. The Percolator segment is about taking action steps towards your dreams. In these short segments, we will give you basic foundational skills to help you achieve those dreams step by step. We will also have opportunities for you to get even more information online
3: to help you dig into the details. Thanks, Claire. And thank you for joining our segment. Welcome back for the fifth segment of the seven must-have strategies as you consider starting your own business. Let's review the seven. And we've covered four. And the last three are how to find them, how to deliver, and customer satisfaction. Great start for today, how to find them. And you're asking yourself how to find who? How to find your customers. The key thing here is thinking about how to get visibility and credibility no better way than a website. It can be done relatively inexpensive, but the key is from a visibility perspective, you can now put your content, your value that you're selling, obviously the elevator pitch is the content, an elongated elevator pitch, and you can put that there on your website to be viewed. The key there is credibility. You're sticking your hand up on the web and saying, I'm here and I'm real. Social media. This is all about establishing the brand. You're already using social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anything that you'd like to do. All of those applications have the ability for you to set up a business account. Strongly recommend it. And the key thing is as you start putting that content in there, remember a picture is worth a thousand words. Videos, images, very important within social media. Referrals. The best advertising, the best you can get as far as word of mouth is having someone recommend your product. How do you do that? You ask them to recommend your product. And as a second value, put those on the website. You'll have a real winner on that website. One key thing to remember is always ask that person if you can actually put their reference on your website advertising. This is all about cost versus results. There's two key things you want to think about before you say, okay, I'm going to go advertise something. One is who your buyer, who your customer is. And the second thing is where will they view or see your ad? Because without your customers viewing or seeing that ad, you're wasting your money. So think about those two things before you move forward with any type of advertising. And now you have the fifth strategy. I look forward to sharing the next two with you over the coming weeks. Think about how finding them applies to you. Packaged with the other four, these five strategies can get you started faster and more successful in your efforts. For more in depth information on today's segment, go to coffeewithclaire.tv and click on the e learning button. Coffee with Claire e learning is sponsored by my code site. We look forward to helping you learn more about the seven strategies and today's how to find them segment.
1: So, what's on your mind? Let us know at coffeewithclair.tv on our blog site, Cool Beans. And remember your homework for this week. Catch yourself doing something right. Self-talk is very positive this week, remember. And if you catch yourself being negative, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just realize what you've done, self-correct, and move on. Remember, follow the fun. We'll see you next time.
3: Hi, I'm Bob Menchel, General Manager, my coach site. We're extremely pleased to be a sponsor for Coffee with Claire. We're especially excited to be able to participate in and contribute in providing e learning capabilities for Coffee with Claire, the show segments, plus additional opportunities to learn more for e learning site members. You'll hear more about that directly from Claire. From the My Coach site team, enjoy the learning and as always with Claire, have
0: fun.